Welcome to our once a week podcast entitled, What's in a Hymn? It reflects on some of the hymns that God's people have sung for generations. For the next few weeks, we reflect on Christmas hymns. Today, O Little Town of Bethlehem. This much-loved Christmas carol was written by the 19th century American preacher Phillips Brooks, 1835 to 1893. He wrote it in 1868 for the Sunday school children in his church, Holy Trinity in Philadelphia, following a pilgrimage to the Holy Land in 1865. The experience of spending Christmas Eve in Bethlehem and worshipping in the Church of the Nativity made a long-lasting impression on him, so much so that three years later, It inspired him to write this hymn. The hymn is rooted in the gospel accounts of the birth of Jesus Christ and its consequences, and so there is a message of hope and redemption. It begins by emphasising that Jesus is born in the quiet town of Bethlehem, one of the little towns of Judah, as foretold by the prophet Micah not born in the large, bustling, busy city of Jerusalem. So the hymn begins with a picture that is painted of quietness and tranquility. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie, above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. But notice the second part of verse 1 begins with a yet. Yet in thy dark streets. This yet acts as a but. So the hymn is saying, all is quiet, but something is going to happen. And then there is this great statement that something awesome, great, and life-transforming happens in that humble, quiet place. The everlasting light was given. This is a reference to Jesus coming to the world as the light of the world. The promised saviour, the Christ, was born. So the end of verse 1 and the beginning of verse 2. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light, The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight, for Christ is born of Mary. The rest of verse 2 draws on Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 14, where the angels are mentioned. While mortals sleep, the angels keep their watch of wandering love. O morning stars together, Proclaim the holy birth and praises sing to God the King and peace to men on earth. Notice the verse speaks of the morning stars proclaiming and singing. Job chapter 38 verse 7 mentions the morning stars singing together. And this is usually interpreted as a metaphor for angels. And of course, as Luke chapter 2 tells us, it wasn't that the whole world knew that the Saviour had been born. Only a few shepherds living out in the fields 
keeping watch over their flock by night. So verse 3 begins, how silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. No big fanfare when Jesus was born. The wondrous gift that is given, of course, is salvation in Jesus Christ, a gift of God's grace. So verse 3 continues, so God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. And the rest of verse 3 reminds us that salvation is taken by faith in Christ. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Verse 4 begins with the prayer of faith. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. And here we are pointed to the spiritual birth mentioned in John chapter 3. Then verse 4 finishes with a statement of what is at the heart of the Christmas story. God becomes man. God coming into the world, God with us. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. Matthew chapter 1 verse 23 reminds us that the name Emmanuel means God with us. Amen. <laughs>